0: This episode of Chirpin' DMV is brought to you by Healing Hydration. Healing Hydration is a new company now open in Annapolis. They specialize in IV hydration, uh, which allows for 100% absorption of fluids. For pre- and post-workouts, hangovers, or, or even for travel, Healing Hydration can give you an IV with vitamins and minerals to replenish your body and leave you with healthy, glowing skin. They will start booking appointments now. And be sure to check them out and use the code Chirpin for 10% off your first appointment. That's code Chirpin for 10% off your first appointment.
1: What to do? DMV,
0: episode 38 of Chirpin' DMV. It's a local puck episode i got the boys with me kp
2: ab it's thursday uh kp how are we feeling uh pretty good pretty good uh any plans for the weekend Nah, i'm gonna watch uh nhl all-star weekend baby there we go ab what's happening not much i'm gonna head uh tampa bay this weekend oh that's right old jimmy
0: moved down there right yeah oh there you go uh anything planned uh no am just gonna <laughs> land 8 o'clock Friday night, come back Sunday. Perfect, yeah. Quick so, weekend in Tampa. There you go. Yeah, I'll, I think I'm leaving Friday after work, heading to West Virginia. Old TJ Oshi goal song. We're going to go watch some Mountaineer basketball, baby. Big 12 SEC challenge. Um, it's Thursday. It's been a week. For us, it's Tuesday. Uh, so let's start with this. Well, I should be remiss to say our boy is coming back on, reoccurring guest, friend of the pod, Skook,
3: Wilmer Skook,
0: Wilmer Skook, baby, back on. He forewent the rest of his season at T- our um, Maryland Black Bears. Got the call from the BU coach. Said, "Hey, get the hell up here. Let's let's get some goals." And then he, you know, scores an OT game winner in game one. Game two, he does in Michigan. But Check hey, the highlight reel, yeah, bud. We'll get into it. So we're back this week. I say let's kick it off with some scoreboard rundown, shall we? IB. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay. And we're off. Eat, shit, Pitt! sticks were brought out this weekend. The midship women rocked the Panther as they sweep pit right out of town. The Commonwealth rivalry hit the ice as the Hokies looked to summon their inner Beamer ball, or puck, while Wahoo Hockey was just glad they weren't playing against the 16 seater Retrievers. The Turkeys thought this game would be another feather in the wind, but it was hoorah ray UVA as the Cavs skate to a 6-2 win. The Hoyas face the high-flying Eagles in this high school matchup. Jack the Bulldog don't give a F about nothing. Oh. Eagles ain't flying too high today. Georgetown wins 3-2. Contrary to the matchup at Chantilly and Battlefield, the game, in fact, did not take place on the field, but instead on the ice. As no, not that baby back bitch Logan Paul or Logan the mutated Wolverine, but Logan Valentine would score a Hattie as the Chargers would charge on to remain undefeated. They win 4-2. Upset alert. The P-Pats premier faced the rich what? Richmond. Coach Carter isn't playing the underdog role in this one, though. The Patriots turn away their generals as they find a 5-3 victory. It was a good old-fashioned stang bang on the road as the D3 Stevenson Snipers put up 12 goals in two games as they refused to get taken from behind after leading in each game and never looking back. Nick, big... D- Wait a minute, that's enough wrench talk for the day. Great. Knocks one out of the mid as he proves to be a better batter than those cheating bastards in Houston. Stang sweep the weekend. That's a sweet guitar rip there. Dad's I was going to let that riff go a bit. So there it is, your scoreboard rundown. So let's just jump right into it per usual high school hockey. So, we'll kick it off high school power rankings. No change in the power rankings uh, this week, but we like to bring them to you on a weekly basis. Uh, there's a good bit that went on. I mean, the whole entire CSHL, they were off. We'll get into that. Uh, Some teams are in out of town tournaments. So let's just run through the top 10, remind everybody uh, who they are and why. So, KP, honorable mention time.
2: Yeah, let's start off with uh, the honorable mention. We got Chantilly, Washington Liberty, and Glenn Elg. All right. So, top 10, TC Williams, the Titans. Uh, They stay at 10, like we
0: said, bye week, but they've got that massive game just kind of looming with Washington Liberty tomorrow night. Uh, Number nine, we got Winston Churchill skated to a three-three tie with Walter Johnson
2: last week, but we don't see any team behind them being a better lineup than the Bulldogs, so they stay put. Mm -hmm. At number eight, we got Mount St. Joe's. The Gales won a non-league game versus a tough Yorktown team last week, two to nothing.
0: (laughs) Uh, number seven Marriott's Ridge arguably what we got in a Twitter DM arguably the best goalie in the MSHL the kid Gavin Ross uh, Stang gang three regular season games left uh, they're trying to make their case to, to I guess the committee to give them that number one overall seed in the state uh, number six we got the Matha bye week for the stags but this week seems to be a season defining one they played Landon last
2: night and then they take on Gonzaga tomorrow KP, top five. At number five, we got Flip's Bishop O'Connell Knights. The Knights are at five again, but depending on a game versus number one, St. John's, this could drastically change.
0: Yeah, played them, I think, a day or two ago. Uh, number three, or number four, Gonzaga. They dropped their rematch, as A.B. mentioned in that scoreboard rundown. Uh, with Georgetown Prep last week, 2-3. to three. That one, actually, for MAPHL standings. Uh, they went 1-2-1 and one this past weekend in Chicago for the tournament. A.B., number three. Number three, we got Landon. The Bears stay undefeated as they beat Bullis and St. Mary's Riken
2: last week with a combined 22 easy, goals for and two goals against. Pretty damn good. S- Sorry about them nights. Settle down. All right, at number two, we got Georgetown Prep. The Hoyas approved to 8-2 and two, and 6-1 and one in league play with a huge win at home over Gonzaga. They will have a huge one tomorrow versus IAC rival Landon. Yeah, we'll get into that, but game of the year, game of the week, uh, you name
0: it. Number one, obviously, St. John's unanimous. They're going to stay there. They have no reason not to. Uh, so let's start breaking these down league by league. All right, per usual, starting in the uh, CSHL. Mentioned it a couple times, no games last week. It's a bye week for the league. I think every team only has about two or three games left until playoffs start. 14, I think I was looking at it because I'm not too familiar with the CSHL. Uh, 14, team league, 12 make the playoffs, so... In terms of these last couple of weeks, seedings-wise, I think it's the only thing that really matters for these teams is trying to uh, get a little bit better seed than uh, they thought they would have. A lot of big games, probably. Yeah, there's not, there's not, not, it's not too cutthroat in terms of trying to make that last playoff spot. So Yeah, um, I would say the biggest game, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into those right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. The biggest game right now was. Probably Washington Liberty versus T.C. Williams. Both, By far. Yeah, they're 1-7-0, yeah. one, 1, 1 I mean, so. T.C. Williams is the number
2: 10 team in our power rankings. Washington Liberty they're right there on the mention. bubble. Yeah. yeah, right there on the bubble. Um, yeah, they they both actually are tied in the north. Uh, Washington Liberty at 7-1 and and T.C. Williams 7-0. and So, far. Yeah, so <laughs> 14 good points matchup. apiece. This one's going to determine, I
0: guess, who – because, I mean, uh, who would you say? Washington Liberty, yeah, they're the 7-1 team. Yep. T.C. Williams 7-0. 7-0. So, T.C. Williams win this. Both teams uh, – Actually, they'll be eight and zero. But I mean, even if Washington Liberty wins, it, and both teams are seven and one, or they'd be eight and one. But still, 8-1. you get so, so, TC Williams gets a loss. Hand. Washington Liberty has that tiebreaker. Yep. Head to head.
2: Yep. Uh, actually, in the north too, we'll touch on that. We got Lake Braddock leading the way. I'm sorry, the south. <laughs> we just touch on the north. Lake the south. Yeah, they Lake tweeted Braddock. at us. They weren't too happy. No, because we don't it have. Them. Like we don't a have them good power
0: rankings. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have, to, have they'll have to prove something. That's what I told them. I said, blow some teams out or something. I don't like the loss they had. I mean, they got to blow out this team they're playing this weekend. Which is? Robinson. They're playing Robinson. Okay, yep. They're, they're a winless team. There's Yeah, yeah. you got to you blow them out. Yeah. You How many blow times out?
2: back in the day, a winless team? you That was point mm-hmm. night. I mean, we, won, we won games 19-0 without a goalie. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, we also got that Colgan Sharks team, the team I was telling you about with the pretty cool damn jerseys. Uh, they're looking for their bounce back win. I think their last loss was last game, obviously not last week but the week before, on their senior night. It's kind of a sour taste in your mouth there. It's a 3-3 tie versus W.T. Woodson. And then the big one, yeah. Um, So this are they playing WT Woodson this week or they played them last week? I think last week it was a or not last week, but three and three WT Woodson squad. They're three and three. They didn't tie three and three, so they're three three and three a squad. Yeah, I'm looking at stats wrong here on the computer. Um, Yeah, so that's that's the other, I guess, marquee
2: matchup. I guess you could say. Eh, yeah, you could say. Well, I mean, with what, two or three games left, I think most of them are going to be those deciding yeah, sure. fucking games. And
0: then, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not the most familiar with the CSHL. I'm pretty sure sh- it's a fairly new ish league. I want to say like four or five years, maybe. It's Virginia schools mostly. Uh, I think yep. it's I think a lot of the schools are like the mixed schools like remember remember in the old MSHL when it was uh state tournament and then provisional state tournament Yep. so the state bracket there's two brackets one for all public schools so aka like Honeytown, only kids from Honeytown. but like Northern was a provisional team yep. they had teens, kids from like three different schools yeah, so it made you that schools. so uh, any other notes on the CSHL before we head to the NVSHL No that's yep. all I got Let's do it
1: Bart down oh, the bar Bar and down what a shot
0: in VSHL biggest game. Of the night last Friday, we mentioned it. I mentioned it at uh, scoreboard rundown. The Chantilly, the leader in the Norris Division, versus that Patrick Division leader, Battlefield. Uh, Chantilly they get on the board four straight, and uh, including like we mentioned, Logan Valentin hat trick. Into the second, it was 4-0 Chantilly, but Battlefield uh, they battle back, can only get two in the third, and they fall 4-2. That's their first loss of the season. They were they had a tie, but um, they're 6-1-1 now. Chantilly 8-0-0, looking like a top seed in that league. Yeah, I mean Chantilly they're in, they're going to play a uh, kettle run this week. Hopefully go to 9 and 0 for them. Um yeah, they're they're looking like a juggernaut.
2: Yeah, they're at top of the north 8 and 0. I mean I, I think really someone needs to, to show up and uh, take them down. That that's what they're looking like at this point. Pretty yeah. solid. There's time. something about purple jerseys too.
0: Yeah. Purple, purple jerseys are tight. Purple jerseys are real tight. I mean um, Gonzaga's had them. And like we said, it was not on a battlefield. It did take place on the ice. Yeah, true. the game. So, in case anybody was worried, um, so like we said, they were leading. That so, those are the two of your division leaders: Patrick Division Leader, North Division Leader, the Smythe Division Leader, Broad Run. They win 10 to one over South Lakes. Uh, Yorktown. They had a game. They handled business after that 2-0 loss uh, to Mount St. Joe's. They uh, they beat Freedom five to two, and Riverside. They're pretty high right now. They beat Stonebridge nine uh, four.
2: Yeah, talking about that Broad Run team. Um, they only have a one-point lead over that Riverside, a Riverside team in that Smite division. So that's a tight division there. Those are, yeah. I guess, a little tighter than the North.
0: Seeming like it, it's a team they should have beat and the team they did beat. So you, if you're in a tight race like that, a point ahead, then they're playing Independence Rockridge this weekend. So um, hopefully they can keep up their lead as well. I mean, I don't think they're as good as Chantilly. I mean, I'm not 100 no, percent sure on that, but I'm not. Yeah, but just from a stat perspective, yeah, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Uh, you talking about how tight that division was. The Patrick Division, Battlefield, I mean, they lost, but it's a comfortable lead. Like we said, 6-1-1. One and one. Uh, They're sitting pretty, I want to say, three... But they, they might be about five points uh, up on that. Um, and then lastly, Langley. Man, that Adams division, it's tight. It's yeah. They're up two points over Madison. And that's that division. I think there's three or four points that separate first to the third or fourth there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but talking about how good that Chantilly team is, let me run down some stats real quick. Some of the guys Stat on the me team up. here: uh, Ogin, Owen Morgan from Chantilly is still leading the goal race and points. He's played in eight games, twenty-nine goals, thirty-six points so eight, I mean 8 games pretty good yeah. stud. 8 games maybe that's why 29 goals
0: no. 36 points I mean yeah. even and then,
2: uh, take a look at the assist, the assist leader. leader they got the guy contributing Ooh. 15 assists we got Noah Logia
0: alright so let's look at this 8 games played uh, Noah has 15 assists Owen has 29 goals over under 13 and a half assists are to Owen oh definitely over, 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 <laughs> dude. Yeah. Probably on line together. I was gonna say that's how. That yeah, was, that was like the me and Mitch tandem in my senior year. I mean, whoever was line mates of Kirby was probably the same, right? One. I mean, me and were, him just put up Actually, no, it was me, KP, and Alex. Yeah, I don't know who was playing. With, it was probably ben. what was that line? The DL. Yep, it's the probably, DL line, the Dream line, baby. Dream line, baby. Yeah, ben. we were red jerseys. It's probably Ben Kamelade to Kirby. Ben yeah. probably had like a million assists that year, and Kirby had a million goals. I, yeah. I remember that year when I was with you and Alex. You guys just scored every goal, and I just had like a hundred assists. And I was like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Well, we got lucky. We the
2: stats. We didn't get to play against the best goalies, so let me touch on some pretty good goalies here, yeah, real quick. Take uh, me through a goalie. Anybody got shutouts yet? No, uh, we got Dylan Tolley leading the league with two shutouts. Oh, okay, okay. And we got Blair Woods. Ryan Van Esco leads with a two one zero goals against average, between all goalies that have I guess uh, goalies that have played at least three games. Yeah, so. so I mean,
0: think about it, high school. I mean, three games in, and you're you're at a two point one. Not ba- bad.
2: That's not bad. High school scores get ramped up. Uh huh.
0: Back to the uh, the goals and assisting on St. Mary's
2: Riken. Um, I forget what the kid's name was, but they're they only had two like. Stud. It kid. was uh, Nick Blondino and uh, another kid. Um. Yeah. The the Finnish kid. Yeah. And they had like 120 points, like 90 goals, and the other
0: one had 90 assists. <laughs> <And> like,
2: <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> and it was like 10 games played. Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's. Uh, we'll run through the rest of uh MBSHL here. Flint Hill at Freedom Oakton at South Lakes and AB like you mentioned Broad Run. they're trying to build that lead in their division as they take on Independence Rockridge. Yeah, so, there's a ne- uh, Woods versus McLean as well. Nope, oh, there it is. So, next up are MSHL.
1: Bark down. Off the bar. Bark down. 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 Off the bar and down. What a shot.
0: MSHL time now. We'll recap a couple games uh last Friday. Undefeated team goes down the eastern conference leader easton they suffer their first loss uh they fall to falston score five to four in a game where actually falston they had a 5-1 lead in the third but eastern forward brady barnes he scores a third period hat trick
2: to make it 5-4 he tries to do a little Caps islanders there but couldn't do it damn uh and that actually makes both teams nine and one now and both tied at top of that, yes. Yeah, so that division. was
0: actually a pretty huge game, critical game right there. So shout out to Brady Barnes there, third period, Hattie to get it to five four, but just wasn't enough to keep the Warriors undefeated. KP, like you just mentioned, we got a tie there in the Eastern Conference. Wooten, they had a huge game last week. If we remember, we talked about it. It's they tie. they, they tied Winston Churchill, yeah, yeah, and they were on like a four game winning streak. They were buzzing. They were up to like third in the division, and then they turn around and get. Upset by this Richard Montgomery Rockets team 5-3. to three. Uh, I think the team has two or three wins on the year, so definitely an upset there in a game that you would think Wooten should win.
2: Yeah, and that's their actual second. Uh, is that their second? No, I'm sorry. That's not Wooten's second tie of the year. Never mind. No.
0: Yeah, it was a loss. Um, that's, that's a blow to not... Not to your season, but like we've had those stuff like, in a tough Montgomery conference. Just don't show up. Yeah, we've had those tough losses before. Like you're just laying where, egg. And you're like fuck. Yeah, we're like what the fuck. And then like I th- I think one year Northern ended up getting first over the Canes. Like when we we're yeah, and it's just kind like, of like because that one dumbass game yeah. where we messed yeah. around and didn't try. Yep. Um, not saying that's the case, but so shout out Rockets Trevor Gutman. He had a Hattie in an apple four point night in the win. Uh... We'll give you some quick scores real quick before we get into the rest of this stuff. It's Delaney beating Bel Air 5-2. Wolves beating River Hill 12-2. 10-bomb. How are you? Um, Montgomery Blair, they f- defeat Wilson 5-1. to uh, So we were talking about some high-scoring games. KP, there's got to be some change in maybe goals,
2: assist leaders, point leaders. Uh, Yeah, we can take a look at them here. Uh, Let me go over here to Queen Anne's County, where Zach Wegman leads in goals and points. He's got 26 goals, 36 points. And Trevor Drake from Damascus has the most assists with 17. So, So, kind of Queen Anne's County
0: and Damascus, not popular names in terms of powerhouse schools or schools like that, but kind of usually schools that are producing leaders yeah. is it because school of school that has
2: one kid that's kind of doing all your scoring
0: is it that is it the conference maybe do you look at the competition whereas like you, you don't expect
2: the kid that, from church to it be the leading hard. scorer in the state because game in and game out it's tough yeah. right that's where it's hard with <clears throat> high school hockey like is the leading scorer the best player because there is the conferences where it's really good and years one conference might be better than the other it's yeah. all who you're playing against yeah
0: 100% I mean we just mentioned it <laughs> in the, and when we were recapping the last uh, league that there are kids that go out there score 120 points and shit, but they their team's, the team's not bad good. The conference yeah. is bad. Like you just mentioned with yeah. um, uh, back at Riken yeah, when they so, were in yeah, the MSHL exactly days. so up. when they were still lighting up Thomas Stone and everything, but when you play the good teams, yeah you might lose 10-6, but you get five goals still maybe, but you get shut down. Yeah, You play a good, legit team, you're getting shut down. We talked about the MBSHL with their goalies and how good they were playing like we said uh, in the DMs we got. That Gavin Ross kid all goalies with at least eight games played, 1.2 OGAA. Yeah, and he's playing for Shutting Mary's the door.
2: Ridge, so he's playing against tough competition, too. Like, the teams they're playing against in that, that conference are pretty damn
0: good. Yeah, that's always a tough division up there. I mean, we – like, again, I don't think there's a tougher division. Like, there's – like, it's not even close, really. I mean, I – the Eastern, the East Division, uh,
2: they, they used to be pretty good.
0: Easton was always good. Yeah. I mean, obviously they still are, but that was the one ish team. Well, th- we talked about it last episode, I think. South River was a state champion back yeah, in I mean, 2009, used, 2008, 2007, decent, whatever it was. Now, I mean, there's not many. I going to say 2007, South River won a state championship. And probably, Easton was probably, a I perennial Final Four team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's always that those Montgomery counties up there are just Montgomery, Howard, and yeah, they they always put out some tough divisions. It's gonna happen. Um, Washington County, Mason and Widener, four shutouts. There's your guy, KP.
2: Yeah, it's four it's There's pretty good
0: shutouts. So um, so this weekend we got like we got Marys Ridge playing Athleton. That should be a pretty big match up there. Fuck you, Athleton. <laughs> Why do you say that, AB? I don't want to talk about it. I know, um, tough tough for all of us. I made the trip down for that game and. Got in trouble for banging on the glass. Well, it'll
2: be a good surprise. game, too, because uh, they're trying to not... I mean, Marriott's Ridge is number one. They, yeah. yeah. They got number one, Glen Oaks two, so uh, everyone's but trying to hunt in terms down Marriott's of Ridge right now. There's no massive games
0: like we had right. last weekend. So, I mean, you yeah,
2: got, I'd probably say it's probably the top one. Yeah, you got Urbana versus Middletown,
0: Middletown which... Uh, I mean, Middletown's struggling. I think yeah. they have two or three wins. Urbana's top two, though, in the Monocacy Valley uh, division, or conference, so... Um, they should they should win that pretty easily, but who knows? I mean, we just saw another team go down to a two to three win team that shouldn't have gone down. So you never know what's going to happen here. Yeah, I mean, and even speaking of well, Washington County, they they have I think a five point lead over Urbana in that conference. Mm-hmm. So it's but I think they still have two games in hand. Winston Churchill, we talk about kind of playing to your skill level and maybe dropping a game. They have another tie. Yeah. Um. They sit now at nine zero and two. I don't think they wanted those two ties, but I don't think at yeah, the same time they're even remotely close to being worried about those two ties.
2: Right. Well, that, that's what I think I was gonna. I was thinking about earlier with uh, Wooten, is this team here with two ties? I mean, is it not them just not showing up to those games or? Ah, uh, I mean, do you think, probably. Yeah, they right. play a tough schedule. I mean, they play a. That's nine zero and two just in league play, not
0: including the five or six games they've played prep teams and. Yeah. Um. It's a grind for them. Yeah. It's. It's. Hard to say, honestly. I mean, that Churchill team—they're—they're they're usually coached pretty well, and they—they they usually show up to every every single game. So right. I, mean, I I don't really know what happened there. Just it could, good, tough games. Yeah, could be. Um, I mean, um, looking probably the second biggest game of the night. Would you agree with me? It's our boys. Yeah, it could. Uh, it's Honeytown versus Northern, uh, another rematch, and it's a senior night there. So. All right, senior We're, night for Northern. Be real shame if Huntingtown went in there and spoiled senior night. Yeah, that'd be.
2: Well, I mean, Huntington, I mean, its huge for Huntingtown, I think, because yeah. senior night, like you said, they're at top of the South. They're undefeated. Eight. I mean, what, is, what does Northern have to have to lose here? But upsetting Huntingtown. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a mean, tough mean, game Hunting, for
0: Huntingtown. I mean, I think Huntingtown's got to be
2: ready for sure. Yeah, it puts him within a game. I I would obviously need to fact check
0: this and check the standings, but I think they've secured number one in the. Uh, Southern Conference. Okay. If not, if this win might, might do it for them, so they're looking at that. Yeah. You know, you never yep. know. Um, other games around the league. We got Wooten versus Quincy Orchard, uh, Oakdale versus Walker, uh, Walkersville, Kent Island versus South River, and we got ourselves a Walt Bowl. Oh, Walt Bowl. Walt, Walt me up, baby. Walter Johnson versus Walt Whitman here. Hey. What's 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 more intimidating if somebody comes up like my name's Walter, or if a guy comes up he's like I'm Walt. Uh, Walt. <clears throat> a uh, Walt scares you? Big Walt. Big Walt? Yeah, Keith Kachuk scares the shit That's out of you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Breaking bad. Big Walt. So enough of the That's MSHL. True. That's Let's kick it over. Uh, actually, one oh, more thing ahead. I
2: wanted to touch on. Uh, DC Stars, they're still leading that uh, second Montgomery conference with 14 points. I want to give them a little shout-out. Shout-out to
0: the boys. Shout-out to the boys. So, Prep League Hockey, let's do it. Bark
1: down. Off oh, the bar. Bark down. Cross bar and down. Off the bar and down.
0: Mid-Atlantic Prep Hockey League. Uh, So, as you know, we record on Monday, so it kind of has already been a loaded week by the time this comes out Thursday. Uh, O'Connell did play St. John's at the Starship. Gonzaga hosted Spalding. Landed. Landed. Hosted the Matha. And the day before, or I guess I should say on Tuesday, St. Albans, I believe, traveled to Calvert Hall. We'll catch you up on all that next week, and we'll do it in the blog and everything. So let's kind of recap last week in the MAPHL. Three league games throughout the week. Landon like you said AB in that rundown Uh, they take on that Bulls team struggling Bulls team it's 13-2 route by Landon but more impressively Will Lawrence third straight hat trick Jesus Christ he's having himself an OV OV week and reminder like we talk about kids in leagues against weaker opponents this is the prep league this kid's got this kid
2: Will has three straight hat tricks (laughs) talking about how good he is I mean he's leading leading the league in points he's got 14 points so he's got that going for him too
0: yeah. I mean, How the How many kids, games played so in there?
2: You said he leads the league in hat tricks. So They're 14 4. They're 4 0 in league play. I
0: think 8 uh, 0 overall. So, what else do we have? Rematch, like you mentioned, also AB. This time it's for MAPHL league standings. We saw it last go around. I think Gonzaga won it 4 3 earlier in the season when we saw that crazy hype video afterwards. And it was just kind of jumping. So, number two prep. Number four Gonzaga prep wins it, three two nail biter. Uh, KP couple couple good goals there. McNally, Chaconis, Roche. Uh, they improved to six and one in the league record, and they've got a big week ahead of them tomorrow night. Specifically, is what I'm looking at. I mean, that's a game against. It's a number two versus number three matchup. It's IAC rivals. Georgetown Prep and Landon. You're talking about right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. I mean, that's gonna be. Yeah, I mean that's huge I'll The game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> the game of the in the MAPHL so far. That'll I mean, affect the power rank is pretty big, obviously. Um especially if one team blows out another. Two versus three. C- yeah. Can and you imagine th- if that happened? St. Landon wins a game seven nothing and seven two or something. That's yeah. yeah. Who's the hotter team right now, you think? It's tough to say. Both yeah, <laughs> I, I mean Georgetown I th- prep up their two losses almost against Zaga, like at pretty much at the beginning of the season. And the other one was to St. John seven six on the road, yeah. also last year technically
2: back in two thousand nineteen. So Some, that's it. Something else with this team too. Uh, actually, I messed right? it up. But uh, the scoring leader is actually. Tied for points, it's actually uh, Chaconis, Will Lawrence, and Alex Chaconis. Yeah. Uh, so from George- Alex Chaconis from Georgetown Prep, Landon's Will uh, Lawrence. So that could something that can change too. Who's leading in points? Yeah, think 14. about it, I mean,
0: they Probably might change between now and then. But that's your two leading point guys on two of the hottest teams in the league, and they're going head to head. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Landon's four sitting at four and zero right now, right? Six and zero, I think. Six overall. And yeah. So yeah, I mean. Actually after last week's games too I think they might be 8-0 I think Prep is 9-2 Landon's 8-0 so, But I don't take much merit Into beating Bullis And St. Mary's Riken Who's per, an A division team who you got a pr- uh, prediction Who you got for this game <clears throat> That's tough Because they obviously Both play out of the same rink There I believe this game's being played In Rockville Every time they play The student sections Are just fucking through the roof I, <laughs> I, I don't know It's literally a coin flip I'm I think gonna, I got Landon it's a
2: coin flip. I you take Landon KP, game. who do you got? Uh, I mean, I would have to go with Georgetown Prep, I think. I think they've played uh, more games overall. Then, uh, I would have to say prep. I mean, yeah, not league and non-league. I think just but, overall they have more games, more gel, more uh, chemistry. I think Landon's always been trying to catch up on games. They started a yeah. little later. I would so. say
0: Landon hasn't been tested yet, but they did go on the road to Gonzaga. They haven't obviously played St. John's yet. Uh, this is their first game against Georgetown Prep, so it's going to be a good, tough test for them. Obviously, a Friday night versus a top three team, a top two team at Georgetown Prep. Uh, I don't know. I'll flip the coin. Let's say if Will Lawrence scores at least two goals, Landon wins it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why I picked Landon, because of Will Lawrence. I mean, I know they're
2: both tied in points, but... Yeah, um, he's a difference maker. Well, uh, Lawrence is uh, leading in goals solely yeah. at 10, yeah. so he's got that. And uh, just touching on yeah. stats so, here, we got Gonzaga's Luca docking. He's got eight assists. Luka docking's that, a stud. So, uh,
0: I mean, this, yeah... So, speaking of Gonzaga, we mentioned the IAC rivalry game tomorrow. There's another one tomorrow, WCAC, number four Gonzaga. They head to the Ice House, Gardens Ice House, number six to Matha. Huge games, and huge game in terms of seedings, really. I mean, not only for that MAPHL tournament, but the coveted WCAC tournament that, if we remember, the Matha won last year in overtime versus St. John's. I mean, that's... No matter what, it's a tough matchup because those four teams in that division of the WCC are Bishop O'Connell, St. John's, Gonzaga, and Dematha. Yeah, and some pretty good teams. It Doesn't matter if you finish yeah. first or fourth; it's going to be fucking a tough game. Yep. Yeah, it's always close. Gonzaga and Dematha has been a they've been a rival f- for years now. Yeah. so it's it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Does De, did Dematha go up to pro Park this year? No, no, DeMatha and pro Dematha. I, I think they've they used to, right? Or no? Yeah, I think in the past it might have it might be a while since they have done it. Yeah,
2: but. I'm not too sure. They don't want to. They don't want to hang out yeah. at their home tournament. So, their yeah, rivals.
0: We, we talked about um, or take their home tournament,
2: take their rival tournament. Yeah. That is something big. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, big, big week for the math overall. I kind, I said in the blog, it was kind of a season-defining week. I believe they played Landon, played Landon last night, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then it's Gonzaga. So if if, if that's a two and zero week for the Stags. It's hella momentum. It's four big points. If it's an zero and two, you. I think I said in the blog, you go from if you go two and zero, you're a serious contender, and if you go zero and two, you're a you're a pretender. You you can't hang with the big boys. And I mean, I guess you've got same two tough losses. I guess Put up or with, shut up week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that's the same with Landon, as you said. Um, they're playing Dematha. Yes, then, I believe they played last night, and then they played Georgetown Prep. Hmm. Uh. So that's those are two tough games for them. You said they don't. They haven't played anyone that tough yet. I mean, you did say they beat Gonzaga, but uh, that's two tough games, right Who, there. Who Dematha? They Land, lost against. Oh yeah, Landon. Yeah, Landon did. Yeah. So I mean, KP, the game we talked about last week. I mean, Spalding, O'Connell. From everything I've heard, it was a very
2: underwhelming crowd, which kind of sucks to see. Yeah, that does suck to see, uh, especially with some stars on both teams some really good players and uh, goaltending. Um, we got Colin Burke. He's he's leading the league uh, in save percentage with nine point. I'm sorry. Point nine two three. So I mean, he he could have stole that show if uh, some fans are there to get him hyped up. Yeah, I mean, they're playing cloud. They outshoot. Tomorrow. Yeah,
0: they outshoot Spalding forty two to eighteen in that game. O'Connell, take it for what it may be. They're leading. They they did not have their top three scorers in Boris Gibbons and Thompson. Uh, that's tough yeah. on the road. I think if you ask them, they're happy with a point on the road, shorthanded. Yeah. Uh, but Ab, you were saying there is a bit of a spalding miaa calvert hall another rivalry matchup yeah. so we got the iac the wcc and take us for that iac game uh, i mean miaa my apologies yeah that, well you already said it's it spalding versus calvert hall i mean you got two teams just looking to go head to head you i think you mentioned that the spalding crowd's usually little ruckus yeah and um, they just didn't show out so from what i heard so i mean it being tomorrow night on a friday i think they'll show out for a friday game no that's what it was last week.
2: Oh, true. Friday right? night game. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, depends on what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: you don't know. Um, both uh, this is a league game. Both of these teams looking for their first league win. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh KP, last thing uh, standings as of Monday. Yeah, this we can, week
2: we can break them down. Uh, we got Georgetown Prep. Sits at top with 12 points, but Landon right mm-hmm. behind them at 4 0 and 0. And the same record as St. John's. And uh, that St. John's has got to be my number one. So That's St. Joe's, I'm sorry, St. Joe's. Yeah, Saint,
0: so. yeah St. John's is 4 0. Mount St. Joe's, their fourth place at 3 oh, 2 okay. and 2, yeah, obviously, yeah, with the saying. amount of games played. Dematha rounding out that top five. If Landon wins this game tomorrow night, I am pretty looking forward to that an undefeated St. John's landing game. Assuming St. John's if if they won versus Ad O'Connell, which you never know, 50-50 flip, uh just, just past week or yesterday. So that could be a collision course for the top seed in the MAPHL. Mm-hmm. So are we good on the MAPHL? Should we toss it over to our boy
2: Scoog? Let's do it.
0: <clears throat> All right, guys, he's back. It's Wilmer Scoog, B U in that beautiful uh, Terrier Red. Here he is. Alright guys, we now welcome back on Reoccurring Guest, former Maryland Black Bear, now rocking that beautiful BU Terrier Red It's the one and only Wilmer Scoot Wilmer, what's up man, good to hear from you
3: Yeah, glad to be back on the pod For uh, sure and been talking to you
0: For sure, so you said you just got out of class That's got to be a bit of a difference Maker for you now, I mean You used to just with Maryland going to the rink And practicing and doing whatever you got to do And now you're stuck going to class every day
3: yeah, uh, it's a difference for, uh, for sure, you know. In, uh, in juniors, it's uh, basically like hockey and do a lot of fun st- stuff with uh, with the teammates and your friends. And now I had to get some focus on on the academics too. And- uh, have some focus in the classroom, but it's good. You for know, sure. Everything your, is, is perfect.
0: Keep your mind on everything. So we wanted to call you yeah, because it broke over, over. I think it was on Christmas Eve, the Black Bears released a statement. You forego the remainder of the season from Maryland. You head to BU. Um, what was kind of the cause of all that? I mean, what made you, did BU contact you and say, hey, we're ready for you. We got a spot because they saw you were lighting it up or how did that whole situation kind of play out?
3: Yeah, so uh, it all started with uh, the uh, BU head coach Alby. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I just called me and wanted me to visit. And when I was on my visit, he uh, he mentioned they have uh, two in- injuries on long-term injuries on their uh, two centers, uh, and there's an open spot for me if I want to come in by Christmas. And uh, I mean. It was a great, great opportunity for me uh, and I just had to, had to take it. And yeah, I was, I was really, I really enjoyed Maryland and I'm thankful for, uh, what happened there and both on and off the ice, Uh, but that was an opportunity I just had to, had to take. So no. Yeah,
0: yeah, if BU comes calling, you're not going to say no. So speaking of BU, uh, you're four games in. Let's talk about those first two games, obviously. Game one versus Brown, you get an overtime game-winning goal. I mean, take us through that. Well, well, how did that feel? I mean, first game in a BU uniform, and you're just sniping a overtime game-winner to beat Brown.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was uh, an awesome feeling. Uh, I got to play, play a lot that game, and... Uh, I got my first shift in the overtime and, um, and uh, had a good chance at the rush. I actually tipped it in the crossbar of the rush. and. Uh, then I got a good pass uh, back door from Ethan Phillips right on the tape so uh, I one time that and it went in uh, and then uh, all the boys just came came after me and I was yeah I was so excited
0: uh, yeah they gotta be they gotta they gotta be loving the new guy after a game one like that but then game two comes around Dartmouth and you pull a Michigan.
3: Yeah. So was, I mean, uh, you're two a, games
0: in. You have an overtime game winner, and you got a Michigan goal. So I mean, they got to be buzzing for you then. Are you the big man on campus now?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, that was awesome too. Uh, got some time and room. They had a pretty good, uh, pretty big rink with uh, some extra space behind the net. So uh, yeah, I saw that in the warm-ups, and yeah, I I got a chance to pull it off and they did it with uh, success. So yeah, everyone was, uh, was pumped and uh, I was super happy. So that I'm off to such a great start.
0: Yeah, I mean you're doing well in face-offs. through that game you go, you win 11, lose three. I mean the game before six and six. I mean so most kids are skating around, I guess, in warm-ups, just preparing for the game. And you're like, wow, look at this rink. How, how am I going to Michigan here? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, not a bad start. I mean, what are you, what are your kind of goals for the rest of the season here with BU? Before we get back into some Maryland stuff, I mean, how's the team looking? How are things going for you personally? And uh, what are you guys looking to accomplish as the, this year uh, winds down?
3: Yeah, individual, it's uh, just to keep, uh, keep making sure uh, Coach O'Connell is comfortable putting me out there uh, with, uh, with my game all over the ice. You know, it's a 200-feet game. and uh, Yeah, Coach has to be... Uh, feel good when you put me out there and that's the biggest thing individual as as a freshman I think and then uh, I mean team wise we we obviously want to uh, first of all uh, win the bean pot here coming up yeah they, then, you're uh, pretty
0: excited for that I mean that's an electric atmosphere up there in Boston the bean pot's a yeah. huge deal
3: yeah it'll be uh, it'll be awesome with, uh to experience that the first time my parents are actually coming oh well, awesome boy away from here Sweden to- yeah. So we're flying in on in uh, the beginning of February too. I mean watch if, the game and-
0: if there's a Michigan in the bean pot, I mean holy shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I I'll, I'll do my best, but no So um,
0: digressing back to Maryland a little. I mean 24 games played, 15 goals, 18 assists for 33 points, which to this day still leads that team. Uh, you're 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 shooting at a 1.38 points a game clip. I mean, take us through the season you were having. What was working? I mean, like we talked about before the season. I mean, it was an, you're on the other side of the country. It's a new team. It was a brand new team still in their second year. New atmosphere for you, but you found your stride quickly and started producing almost immediately.
3: Yeah, I mean, everyone had, or after the trade was done, I knew both Clint and Brandon and the whole coaching staff had high expectations on me and uh, and so did I. I always try to have high expectations on my own performance and I came there and everything just worked out both with, uh, with the billet situation and, uh, and also on the ice with uh, producing points, which kind of was my role there. Uh, so I'm happy with uh, all the uh, all the confidence that Brandon and Todd uh, had sure. and gave, gave me. So, yeah, you know, it's was a great, great time with, uh, uh, with the Black Bears for sure.
0: Yeah, it seemed like you were also enjoying the DMV area too. I mean, seeing you on Instagram, just kind of out in D.C., um, doing this, that, and the other, having a good time. So I kind of want to ask you, I mean, the Black Bears did a lot of stuff kind of not game-related with, I mean, pretty much every game, it felt like they were honoring some calls or the other, or you guys were doing skates with kids or anything, but kind of tell us what were your favorite, maybe all ice memories with the Black Bears uh, that they did for, say, the community, and then also kind of the most fun you had uh, in the area here. Was it visiting D.C. or just kind of doing this, that, or the other?
3: Yeah, the, the best community thing I was... Uh or when I was there, I think it was the skate with the black bears on, uh, when a lot of fans and kids came out to the ice to you know, skate out there, you know, uh, my my brother, Braden was, was out there and going at it. Full speed five years old. So, uh, that was, uh, that was a good time. And then, uh, in the beginning of the year, uh, everyone on the team went to to DC kind of buzzing around on those uh, scooters and oh yeah just just experienced the city so that was also a really great time to just take the metro in 25 minutes and you're in the city so yeah it's a really good spot to be
0: uh, so making this transition into college, uh, I just want to know what your new schedule is like. Do you have, is yeah. it like classes in the morning, then like going to the gym, then intense practices? Is there a lot of film studying you're doing? Like, I just want, just want you to uh, take us through your schedule a little bit.
3: Yeah. So classes actually started today, first day of classes today. So, um, today we went up or I had class at eight, woke up at seven, got some, got some food, and then, uh, uh, headed to class and we usually practice at uh, 11 30 so was down at the rink uh, at 10:30. uh you know there's some warm-up stuff and uh, going out skating and then uh, everyone is grabbing lunch and then uh, uh, usually another class after uh, after the skate mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we did a lot of a lot of video on, on, on the life and from right. the performance and uh in the enemy teams too.
0: and then uh, how how intense are these practices? are they? Is it like a, the next level compared to like what how you were practicing down here is like how what's the intensity level up there?
3: I think the biggest difference is uh, the intensity between the drills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know there's nothing uh, like just get around and shoot some toxin the net or you know, just skate around and do nothing. When, when coach blows the whistle, it's you know, go to his board and listen to what he has to say, and then it just uh, you're just going at the next field right away. And then obviously it's, um, it's higher speed and more competitive and in the drills too but I think that's the biggest biggest difference
0: for sure. For sure. So I got one more question for you and then we'll let you go because yeah I don't know probably got some homework or something to do now that you got to get used to but um, so I'm kind of curious because I mean when it comes to college sports obviously like we know in basketball and football there's like redshirt freshmen that can come in. Now will this count as a full season towards your um, what is it credibility or your um, yeah, eligibility eligibility yeah that's yeah. Right. Does this count as a season for you? I mean even though it's not a full yeah season so this will count as your i guess freshman or rookie year
3: yeah so this is my freshman year i uh, i missed my first half uh my total uh hockey eligibility will be three and a half years gotcha um, still so not bad, that was, yeah but that was one of the things i was you know thinking about when i made that decision and uh, yeah my family and i concluded that this was even though i missed uh miss a semester and have to pick up some classes later on Uh, we thought this was a great great opportunity and really good uh, yeah yeah good chance for me to yeah, like we said, take the if, next step
0: yeah go ahead yeah it's like I said if, I mean if a BU coach comes calling you're not going to say no but that's all we have for you Wilmer we appreciate you hopping on we always enjoy talking to you uh, rooting for you we're cheering for you we're watching you to see if we can get any more highlight goals Yeah, we'll have, <laughs> to, yeah. We'll
3: have to get yeah, you on thank you, you guys I appreciate it yeah if we're
0: ever up in Boston around for a game we'll hit you up we'll come watch you play we'll have and like we'll we to get you on before yeah. you guys make it to the Frozen Four right? yeah exactly when you're winning yeah. a national championships so Wilmer thanks yeah. again man good to hear from you
3: Yeah, thank you. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Thanks.
0: All right. Thanks again to our boy, Wilmer Skoog, for hopping back on. It's always good to hear from him. Hope he gets his shit done and his homework in. Passes classes. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of going to class. You think he does? No, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of of going to class, it's college hockey. So let's start it. Power ranking times. Unlike high school, we've got a couple shifts here. So I'll start with number 10. Christopher Newport, captains. They dropped two spots this week. Still on a bye. Then some big weekends from the teams that were behind them. A B. Oh, my bad. Uh, I was like, what are we talking about here? Alright, sorry. Um going to class. We're going to yeah, no, I I don't I didn't do that. Clearly. (laughs) Uh number nine, Navy D1. D one midshipmen jump up to uh a spot after a weekend sweep, being Temple four to one and PSU
2: Burks eight to one. Yeah, their highest ranking in the Chirp and D M V power ranking so far. Uh, Number eight, we have Virginia. The Cavs jump up a spot to number eight after defeating number seven Virginia Tech six to
0: two. Yeah turkeys virginia techs are still at seven they lost like we said to number nine uva but i think overall hokies they've been a way more impressive team over the course of this season they also turned around beat a kind of not great richmond team but nonetheless three nothing win shout out uh at number tied for number five right now we got george mason uh, moving up a spot after they uh, avenged their previous loss to number four George Washington Mason has won nine straight and defeated the Colonials eight to six yeah so Mason they're on a nine game win streak like you mentioned their last loss was that shootout loss to George Washington and that they just avenged. Ooh. Bingo.
2: KP, the other team tied for number five would yeah. be? We got George Washington. Uh, they just lost to George Mason. Uh, they sit tied at number five with the Pats. I don't know. I might not agree with this, Bill. All yeah. right. Oh, well, I, so what I, do you do? I think do? This should go to six. I think George Washington goes to six. Mason goes to five. Head-to-head matchup. I you beat agree. them. I think, yeah. They're 1-0-1. 1-0-1. Oh, one. One, oh, George Washington.
0: George S- Washington is 1-1. One one. George Mason on a nine-game win true. streak. All right, all right, all right. I see I see what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. I mean I was yeah. Okay. Vetoed. (laughs) George Washington six George Mason five. There we, there we go. There we go. He didn't. He didn't want to do the homer. Uh, the you got to de- stray away from the, the, the homer home pick. Favor. Yeah. yeah home I can't just keep riding with Gross. But yeah, we got our boy Gross. But I mean, I think they deserve because I saw George twelve very and deserving. three on. They're still twelve and three on the season. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. But power rankings are head to head. Yeah. Head to head. Sorry. What's, what's, going GW. GW. what's going on? Gw right right and Mason's hot. Mason's been hot. Yeah. So. Take All a seat. Yeah. Take a seat. I mean, the Caps are in first. They're not in first in the power. That's true. So speaking of staying hot. Uh, last weekend the Stangs NCAA Stevenson squad well two weekends ago they have an owned 2 weekend they bounce back it's a sweep they beat Lebanon Valley 7-3 Elmire 5-1 and they're number 4 now uh, number 3 we got Catholic University. The cards are dropping a spot due to how hot the new number two is, but uh, there you go. They're on another bye week. It's a heat check, baby. Yeah. See, we're keeping to, we're keeping to the correct power rankings here, moving up them hot boys. Yeah, I mean Catholic's <clears> been up there. They're they're. I don't know if this, I can say a surprise team, but they've been maintaining top top four. Yeah, all year long. Head to head. Obviously, they'd get demolished by Stevenson and probably Mason and stuff. But it's, hey, like we said at the beginning of the year, it's not like high school hockey where you're playing each other and you know the skill level. It's Teams are in different leagues. And depending on how you're doing in your league, if you're hot, you're hot. If you're not, you're not. But KP,
2: number two? Yeah, at number two, we got the red hot flames liberty d1 blowing out delaware this weekend with a 5 to 2 and 10 to 3 win uh they improved to 20 and 3 on the year that's
0: not bad so number one liberty d2 as well are they stay there it's been quite a while for them they hosted a 13 and 3 record wise rowan team beat them 3 to 2 in ot and then 8 to 1 the following game they improved to 24 3 and 1 any more rebuttals on power rankings or shall we move along to junior hockey let's do it
1: Bar, down. Off the bar. Bar, bar, down. Cross, bar, and down. Off the bar and down. What a shot.
0: (laughs) Little... Junior hockey time for you. We'll start with our interview guy, uh, the Black Bears. We'll start with Skoog's old squad another weekend. First uh, division rival, AB, we used to talk about them all the time. The Johnstown, Tomahawks. And, and they play him like 12 times a season? Yeah, and that kind of seems to be the norm when the Black Bears play them. It's It leads to a tough, hard-fought one-goal losses or overtime games, I feel like. Before when we really touched on it before Christmas, it was kind of the same way. They were up in a game and lost an OT. They were down in the game, came back. Then it was OT again. So game one, Maryland goes down two nothing early. They claw back to get it to within one twice. They eventually fall three to two. And then game two, got Reed labeled. He scores late in third, ties the game at three three. Black Bears overtime, four three loss. But hey, they get a point. I mean, that's so frustrating <clears throat> though, dude. Yeah. You like, just can't get over the hump against that team. I know. You don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. Like, it's not like they're like losing, losing. They're, it's, every game's like a one goal game or an overtime game. Yeah. That's, that's got to be so frustrating. I mean, I, I, that would piss me off more than like getting blown out, honestly. Oh, yeah. Just to that same team, the, yeah. to Johnstown squad, that's yeah. just like, fuck. Like, yeah. what do we got to do to get over this hump? just so. makes
2: each game like harder and harder. I feel yeah. like more heartbreak. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, coming up this weekend, though, they uh, they play the Jamestown Rebels, who sit at 13, 24, and 3, which is 6 in the division. Dude, okay. Uh, they play twice this week, and they're on the road. Looking for four points, then. Yep. You got to think. Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, standing-wise, this team really didn't didn't move much over the weekend, I guess, huh? No, only getting one but, point. But... Um, Touching on stats real quick, uh, also with our boy Skoog, he's still tied at number one. Yeah, 33, 33 right? 33, <laughs> but uh, he's got some visitors now. Hampus Ridequist and Jackson Starrett both have 33 points, so they're, uh, they're looking to take him out of that. Um Looks like uh, Ridequist had three assists over this uh, weekend. So, I mean, he's staying hot. And uh, Jackson stared we're going to have to talk with him. In the first game, he had 16 penalty minutes. So, oh, I mean, leading, probably leading scorer fight. on this team. You can't be uh, taking 16 yeah. penalty minutes. Sounds you got to like be out there, bud. Sounds like some Kyle Power numbers there. Yeah, right you know. think it's I'm trying to help something. him out. I do a lot of <laughs> stupid shit. So.
0: <laughs> uh, so, shall we kick it to the USPHL? I think we shall. Yep. Bart down. Oh. USPHL. We'll kick it off. We'll start with head-to-head matchup here. Uh, Premier Division, home and home weekend with the in-state rivals, Potomac Patriots, Richmond Generals. Game one, Pats. They come out on top, score five to three. Bit of an upset there, like you mentioned in the rundown. Game two of the weekend, uh, the road game. It's Richmond. I think in Potomac taking full control. They route. They go on a NATO win. They get a three-assist night from both Matt Wood and Zach Correa with uh, Charlie Massey. He nets two, Ryan Crean, and 21 save shutout. Uh, So premier side of that. Same tale of the tape, Potomac Patriots, Richmond Generals, home and home. Uh, They do get the weekend sweep. Uh, It's a 7-2 victory as Dom Hollister leads the way with two tucks and an apple, and then the three-point night also by Justin Smooth. Uh, Game two, much
2: tighter, but nonetheless, 2-1. Jen's win as uh, Justin Smith gets the game winner in the third. Yeah, I mean, this is both uh, both teams here, elite and uh, premier. This is this is a good weekend. You're yeah, playing so. some DMV rivals. Uh, the, definitely a D game you can jump up for and play a lot better. So, so, so. It's a Cool weekend.
0: So I, I I digress. I apologize. I think I said that wrong. Uh, elite squad went two and zero. Premier squads went one and one. AB uh, Hampton. All right, so uh, we'll start with Hampton Premier. They went one and one this weekend. They won four to one on Saturday and lost three nothing on Sunday to uh, the Charlotte Rush. Uh, the Elite, however, they had a little. I mean, not a bad weekend for Premier one and one. I mean, it's you know five hundred, it's whatever. Uh, but Elite goes two and zero. They won two to one and three to one against Charlotte Rush. So uh, all around, they were all pretty. Tight games, I would say. I mean, three nothing, four one. It's not like that's a huge blowout or anything. And then, uh, yeah, that the elite team, two to one and three to one. Those are pretty two pretty close games too. So, yeah, for sure, fun.
2: those are fun games
0: though. Well, I'll tell you what's yep. gonna be a fun game is this weekend. It's Richmond toe to toe. They go up against Hampton. Uh, the Elite Gens, they lead the season series 3-1 over Hampton, while the Premier teams are split at two wins apiece. For Potomac, your old squad, KP, off to New York. Both of their teams taking on the New York Aviators. Quick standings real quick before we get to Team Maryland in the EHL. Generals, they top the Southeast in the Elite. 65 points, Hampton 4th, uh, Potomac 5th. Richmond currently the number one team in the league for Elite. Not, Not bad. bad. Um, uh, Premier-wise, Richmond second in the Southeast, 53 points. Hampton, a uh, close third with 50. And Potomac, fifth with 38 points. So lastly, let's touch on Team Maryland here in the EHL. We'll do our teams of the week, and then we'll be done.
1: Bart, down. Off the bar. Bart, down. Cross, bark, and down. Off the bar and Down.
0: Shot! All right, so we got our weekend recap here for Team Maryland. They currently are on a two-game heater as they won back-to-back on Sunday and Monday this week versus the North Carolina Golden Bears. Game one was a five-nothing victory thanks da to Bears. a three-dub mm. Bears. Bears. Um, thanks to a three-goal first period by Team Maryland. Uh, Joey Donahue had two tucks while Tristan Mock had a four-apple night. That's apple picking, baby. Apple picking, little Johnny Appleseed. Yep, and hey. uh, Peter Siolis. That's a save right there. Nineteen save shutout. Hot damn. Not a save there. KP, what we got? Uh, hold on. Game two. Oh, game Sheesh. two, baby. Don't, don't want to miss this round. This is the big one, yeah. Yeah, game two was no different as Maryland. Rolled, baby. it Roll, butter. Rolled, baby. 9-1 win. Three-point games each by Johnny Jackson, Jada
2: Reuter, John McDonald, and Cody Rumsey. Johnny Mac, Johnny Mac. Hey, big game. So let's see if they can do it again as the weekend preview here. They got one game on the weekend. <laughs> they take the ice tomorrow night versus New Jersey 87s at Piney Orchard. Maryland has eight games left this season, so some me- meaningful games here. All eight at Piney Orchard, so they're looking to string together some wins and a uh, comfortable no-travel. Uh, so some home yeah, games here. you gotta Hopefully, think. uh if they can get on DHL, a little eight-game winning like, streak. They play like weird Monday morning
0: games on the road and shit. It's like ah, I get it. I'm home the rest of the season. Not going to New York. Not going to Philly.
2: Maybe um, they can get something rolling.
0: So let's finish the episode here. Team of the week. Who wants to kick it off? KP.
2: I got it with the uh, like I said in the, the top ten. The red hot flames. Liberty D one. They had okay. the weekend sweep. Okay. They outscored Delaware fifteen to five and now are twenty and three on the year. So pretty good
0: maybe uh how about oh, yourself uh, i'll represent the high school teams this week we got chantilly um big win for them They're They're eight no on the season they're looking like a powerhouse in cshl so yeah we're gonna go with chantilly mvshl is that the mv's yep 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 okay. they bad, beat um no you're good it's been a long those, yeah. goddamn night i get those leaves confused yeah they beat battlefield my team of the week navy girls d2 like you said a b eat shit pit for me um you should pick it out of here, Panthers. For me, it's Navy ladies. They sweep the Panthers. They outscore them 12-4. to 4. They put themselves on a three-game win streak. And with that, I'm done. I got nothing else, boys. Uh wild weekend ahead for all of us. AB, sunny sunshine weather cuz it's cold as fuck here. Yeah, it's going to be mad dope. Um <laughs> I haven't hung, I haven't hung out with Jimmy in a while, so it might get, <clears throat> Jimmy's a man. It might get a little wild. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> with Jimmy. Um dude, and it's it's fucking uh have you ever heard of Gasparilla? yes but that's yeah. this weekend oh boy oh boy yeah so it's just gonna be tons of chicks just dressing up as pirates oh hey yeah. half naked pirates alright hey, just A V going down to chase some booty I reckon <laughs> you know what I mean so have a good pirate week. booty have a good weekend doing that we got some massive games tomorrow night um oh uh, I don't know if I should if I can greatly say it but this is the last episode in this studio until we move it into a warmer one Potentially. We might see how the weekend goes if we can get some stuff moved. But this might be our last uh, episode in the studio with cold toes and freezing fingers. But we'll see. Uh, good luck to everybody out there tomorrow night throughout the weekend. We'll
2: catch you next week on Tuesday. Caps, we got Brian Pothier for you. And teams, send your scores in. We would love for you guys to reach <clears throat> out to us.
0: Download, rate, subscribe. Download, rate, subscribe. Five stars. Follow us at Chirp DMV Instagram, Twitter, and um Lock at, it. At ChirpinAB AB. At Chirpin AB. Let's pitter patter, boys. Have a good weekend.